Vox Quick Hits. Welcome to Worldly, part of the Vox Media Podcast Network. I am Zach Beecham here with Jen Williams and Alex Ward. You know, this week on our big episode, we are talking about the coup in Myanmar or Burma, depending on whose uh, name for the country that you want to use. But one thing that's been really striking in the aftermath of the military seizing power from the quasi-democratic government that had control before it is the way that they've been arresting people who were part of said quasi-democratic government. For instance, Aung San Suu Kyi, who is, her title was the state counselor, but she was functionally the person running the show in the country, uh, got arrested on charges of importing illegal walkie-talkies. Like, that sounds like something that you would make up as like a parody of the logic that military coups used to justify imprisoning former leaders that they want to imprison for purely political reasons. But, but they actually did this. Right. Like, what is the point of having this kind of fig leaf when you could just say she's bad and we're going to throw her in jail because we're the military and we have the guns? Like, I, I it seems like laughable. Right. And that's because it like it is it's it's patently absurd. Uh, the charge actually carries a maximum sentence of three years in prison, which, again, walkie talkies. Uh, I mean, I assume there's some, you know, kind of thing that she's using it for, uh, you know, I can imagine they could spin it into some kind of broader thing that she's using it as like a plot to overthrow, whatever. Um, but it's literally like she had some illegal radios. Uh, and again, if it sounds absurd, as, as Jen Kirby, uh, our, our longtime worldly uh, friend, wrote about, like, if it sounds absurd, that's because it is. Because it's absolutely just literal, like, silly legal justification to slap on to try to make it somehow kind of okay that they're locking her up. It's not even that. It's not just her. They're imprisoning, you know, locking up hundreds of people. But the president, who's deposed now and who, you know, ruled alongside on Sun Tzu Chi, uh, is facing charges of violating COVID-19 restrictions for greeting a crowd of supporters at a campaign rally back in November. So they're literally just throwing whatever you know, fast, quick legal justification they can get to put these people behind bars as quickly as possible to try to essentially lock down everyone who could potentially challenge them so they can, you know, restore what they think is order, restore their grip on the country. Yeah, the COVID thing is particularly laugh out loud slash cry out loud just because I don't think the coup was planned in a socially distanced way. Um, But I can't emphasize enough how little it seems the military thought about this, right? I mean, after a November 2020 election that gave Aung San Suu Kyi and her party a great victory, I mean, they they basically swept across the board in parliament, the military immediately said there was voter fraud. Uh, this could not have happened otherwise. And they said they had about 8 to 10 million cases of voter fraud. They brought up a case at the Supreme Court. They put in tons of um, complaints to, to local agencies. And it seemed like they were caught off guard by the win and they were caught off guard by what to do next. And they're just throwing things, you know, at the wall. And then the coup happened hours before that parliament was supposed to sit. So then they have, you know, they have Aung San Suu Kyi on house arrest. They have the president on house arrest. They have hundreds of other uh, civilian leaders, you know, uh, detained. And they're going, "Uh, what do we do? And then they go, I guess she has walkie talkies or whatever. Um, Like, because why not? You're in charge of the country. You can do what you'd like. But it seems like this was more of a 
slapdash overreaction to a, a, an election loss and a worry that the, the pro-democracy civilian were going to somehow overthrow the military at some point. And so you're just seeing a, a pretty, you know, darkly comical uh, moment here. Yeah, I think there's a good point just to make there on the, the election fraud. Uh, those of us in America who've been following politics the last few months in the U.S., by, that might sound kind of familiar um, because there wasn't actually, according to both international observers and the country's own like election observer body, um, there was no evidence of wide-scale voter fraud that would have changed the outcome of the election. Uh, and yet, you know, the party that was in control that lost uh, tried to assert that there was, putting legal cases everywhere all the way up to the Supreme Court. Um, when there wasn't, there didn't seem to be actual voter fraud. We saw something very similar happen in the U.S. Uh, in this case, the military, you know, responded, the the ruling military government uh, responded by saying, fine, we take over complete control. We're locking everyone up. Um, and, you know, not to compare it too much to the U.S., it's obviously a, a vastly different situation. But I do think it it makes it difficult in some ways for the U.S. to look and say, you know, oh, military, you can't do things like that. You can't, you know, make accusations of widespread voter fraud uh, when we're dealing with our own similar issues in this country. You know, I think that that's really telling, right, the, the U.S. comparison, because in this case, the reason to push big lies about election fraud is to argue that you're not actually attempting to overthrow the results of a democratic election. Right. What you're saying is or the the sort of Trump and the camp surrounding him were saying we are the ones who are actually standing up for American democracy against the great fraud, not that we're or the steel or whatever language they prefer. Right. Not that we are, you know, crypto authoritarians who are looking to topple the elected government, the legitimately elected government uh, in this case. Um, And similarly, in in Myanmar, the military, and I think this sort of answers my own question as to why they are going for ridiculous charges earlier on, they don't want to say that they are overturning democracy directly. Like, they've said that they are going to have elections again in about a year. Uh, and the reason for that is the transition to democracy was uh, a military-led initiative uh, about a little over a decade ago. And they have worked to get some buy-in, some popular buy-in for a democratic system. Uh, Aung San Suu Kyi was very popular, remains very popular among the Burmese population. So to say that we are launching a coup and that they committed crimes is not just like a laughable fig leaf about fake electoral voter fraud and ridiculous walkie-talkie charges. It's to lay claim to the mantle of system defenders, rather than just upsetting the political settlement in Myanmar, which is a really important propaganda goal for the coup government. To that point, the Constitution actually had a provision that said the military could step in and basically overthrow a civilian-led government as if there was a threat to the sovereignty of the nation. Um, And so here they were... um, Coming in saying, oh, well, there was such voter fraud. You're going to have these people who did not win usurp our power. We're going to come in. We're going to take them out with the legal justification of a constitution that we, the military, drafted. Um, Right. That's the key point there. (laughs) That they wrote those rules into the constitution themselves for this reason. Exactly. So when we think about, you know, the yes, there was a civilian led pro-democracy government 
uh, or you know, civilian leaders who were pro-democracy in the government, the military was always in charge. It always had this legal document that it drafted that said it could have stepped in and, and run a coup basically if it wanted to. And it would always, even if it didn't have a coup, would always be in charge of the country in terms of its political structure. So like, okay, fine. It's not surprising then that the military hasn't come up with anything more, um, you know, intelligent than there are walkie talkies and COVID. Cause like they haven't had to think about anything um, serious for a while. Cause they've just been in charge of the country forever. They have rigged the system. And this is just as clear an example of the rigged system. So uh, if you like this conversation, you found it interesting, uh, head over to uh, and you know wherever you get your podcasts, Apple, Stitcher, SoundCloud, wherever, and and look up Worldly W O R L D L Y, uh, and check out our full conversation about what's happening in Burma slash Myanmar. 